I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. start this one good opening good opening <laughs> i do love a nice cold opening to really set the, set the mood here where's me brewski man we're recording this late at night with a full moon Ooh. actually it's like so, mid, it's like midday but whatever it's there's it, there's light pouring in my windows it's yes. lovely a lovely day but it's a new month that's exciting right uh it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a, it's a new, new topic for us. Uh, but, you know. she bites. Yeah, yeah, she bites. And uh, more than that, she does a lot of things, right? She chews. She chews. She digests. What's, what's that word? Castigates? Mm. Isn't that another word for chew? I believe so. Something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mastid. Masticate? Masticate. Yeah, I just remember for miscongeniality. Like, oh, there's that big hunk something of beef like, yeah. mast- masticating in your mouth or something. <laughs> something I, I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, when we go into these like recording sessions, sometimes it's just like the brain just goes, like I don't it even just know. Just, yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but it just explodes. Sorry, everyone. But but we're still in high school, and uh, I guess we yeah. never left. But yeah, no, we'll never leave <laughs> yeah. again until like next week, and then we're gone. And then we're gone. Forever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call summer school. We were like held. We were held back a bit because they said school's out last month, mm-hmm. but they're like, you know, we just got to get one more in. Yeah. There was one subject you didn't p- pass, and that was lycanthropy. Lycanthropy, yeah. Lycan something. Lady yeah. lycanthropy, yes. yes. Lady lycanthropy. <laughs> that sounds like the best drag queen name. <laughs> it does. Like a, like a really hairy bear of a guy mm-hmm. who's a drag queen. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, totally. We're no longer bears. Now we're going more for uh, werewolves and, yeah. Yes. <laughs> bears are a thing of the past. No. Yes. Bears, cubs, and werewolves and... Uh, I don't know, wear jaguars, I, any kind of wear something. <laughs> we support them all. Yes. All of them are welcome here on this all podcast. <laughs> yes, it is, it is the first week of what is sure to be a very fun, campy month. It's also Pride Month. Woo! Hey! Hey! hey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, we're still waiting on the lycanthropy uh, vaccine, but maybe it'll come out, you know. <laughs> Apparently, you can, like, create it with your, like, little... F- flowers from like from your mom's Michaels cra- from your yeah. mom's craft craft projects. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> Was it monk wood or something? I'm like great. Something like that. They make it seem like when he first talks about it, it's this obscure thing you're never gonna find anywhere, and then she's like, oh, hey, look at my monk wood project. She's <laughs> like, thanks, mom. Played by Mimi Rogers. Yeah, it's, it's who great. is so good in this movie. She is. I think she kind of steals the entire movie. It's kind of her best role. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry she's, like, a Scientologist, but, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes, uh, you know, you just gotta, I don't know. I, I get so weird about that, because I'm like, oh, they're so talented, but they're a Scientologist. You it's know? a hard balance, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's so yeah. Sad. It's, <laughs> what did I just see something about, like, uh, uh, Tom Cruise being like, here's my awards again from the Golden Globes. Look at how, like, how nice I am. I'm a nice you guy. Know? See, I don't belong to a cult yeah. where, like, you know, they send kids to, like, work camps and stuff. That's right. not me. Right, exactly. I'm Mr. Mission Impossible. <laughs> There's no risky business here. Nope. Because I'm a top gun. <laughs> More like a bottom gun from what I hear. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly rumors, alleged rumors. <laughs> alleged rumors. get sued by the Scientology cult. <laughs> yeah, and allegedly. They're not a cult. They're yeah. not a cult. They are no, a... Um, no. They're a, a, a religion. Free yeah, society of like-minded people thinkers. who think that they're psychic and can move things with their mind from what I understand. Yeah, totally normal. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Totally. Um, just, totally. We're not poking fun at Scientology. Please don't, don't kill me. Don't send a, yeah, a murder van after us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't do well. Nope. We really wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> However, oh. if we go missing, now you know what happened to us. So mm-hmm. we're somewhere in Clearwater, Florida, in case you're wondering. <laughs> so just send help. 
I was last seen at Mar a Largo, right? With. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh god! It's like my worst nightmare. I have to blend in. Oh. Yeah. Oh god. Let's see if we have a topic of the week because we're we're flailing hey. here and. Uh... Hey, lay wheel. What's hey, up, lay wheel. I don't even have her ready, so let's let's get her up and going here. Uh... Recently, she's been having some behavioral problems again. <laughs> We're really nervous about she might be relapsing. And, yeah. Uh, well, that lasted about a week, didn't it? You know. I know. She's listen. She's she's got a problem, and uh-huh. we need to discuss it. Yeah. We saw her hanging out with Lindsay Lohan last week, so. Oh God. We're hoping that's Once not. Once you a... hang out with Lilo, it's all downhill from Pretty there. Pretty downhill. Yeah. Mm. All right. Awful. Let's let's see how she holds up this week. All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, a wheel is feeling Canadian today, so she would like us to talk about some of our favorite Canadian horror films, of which so many, so so many. I mean, like, how much time do we have? They, like, this will be the whole episode. Basically, like, perfected the genre. I don't know. It's like, yeah, like when you think about like the early '80s, especially, yeah. like they were churning out those slashers like nobody's slashers. Uh, fucking Cronenberg, you know? It's like, yeah. Uh, just so Everything many, Cronenberg. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really kind of st- started more in the 70s with Cronenberg stuff yeah. like Shivers, Shivers and Rabbit and mm-hmm. those wonderful The Brood. The, brood. the fucking Brood. Oh, so fucking brood. good. Yeah. So much a great movie. And yeah, then he just kind of... I Has he shot like all of his stuff in Canada? I don't know. I feel like he a has. A lot of it, if not all of yeah. it, yeah. Keep in mind, this was before everything was shot in Canada, like it is now right. for like the past like twenty yeah, yeah. something years for tax breaks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were they were on it before everyone else was. Yeah, yeah. Like these are actual Canadian filmmakers, not just people mm-hmm. shooting in Canada. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Black Christmas and uh, Black Christmas, and, uh, Mary Lou, of course. Killer um, Party. Hello. Kill, killer Party. Yeah. Funeral Home. Yeah. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. Uh, of course, yeah, the iconic, which yeah. is one of the best. I I always liked uh, visiting hours a lot. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, uh, curtains. Oh my god, curtains! I love curtains. I so could much. I could talk about curtains all day long. We'll have to find an excuse to talk about curtains. I don't know what no. it really fits into, but it, <laughs> it will fit into something one day. It feels like it would be good with like Suspiria and like that kind of all women like uh, dance school art kind of vibe. I don't know, like, like arty, arty yeah. or like acting. If, if if we had like some sort of like theatrical month, like with mm. like stage fright and yeah, like theater of blood, maybe yeah, yeah stuff yeah. that's like about people that are actors. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be you know, fun. New not new nightmare could maybe fit in <gasps> Ooh, there. Or something like okay, like now I'm into this. Yes, yes, actors yes. and yeah. horror on on the set or on the or, or on the stage. Yeah, you know, on the set. That's not a bad. Yeah, yes, on the stage. Yeah, yes. Hmm. All right. Oh my god, there's so many. Like I, you know, I like Terror Train. You know, yeah, it's, that's, it's fine. That's, that's fun. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, prom night. I I do all the prom nights. Yeah, are all Canadian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not the remake. Surprisingly, you think they'd want to shoot that in Canada too, but I don't think it was. <laughs> Maybe probably... it was. Eh, Maybe it was. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not curious enough to find out. The Changeling, I believe, was the Canadian. The Changeling yes. was Canadian, yes. indeed. It, but it's kind of hard to differentiate between like films that were actually made in Canada by Canadian filmmakers and ones that have just been shot there. Right. Because there's so right. much that's been shot there. Like Jason X, I think, was shot in yeah. Canada, I think. But Even, it's not really a Canadian movie. Right. Even Martyrs was like a co-production with France and Canada. So right. it's, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's all these films that um, Canada has had such a just influence on the genre in general, whether in terms of like, you know, providing money or being shot there, like mm-hmm. you said, or it's just, you know, it's just been such a, a big influence on this. Go talk to our friend Joe Lipset right over at Horror yes. Queers. He's Canadian and uh, an expert on all things Canadian horror. Um, Indeed. What, what episode? We, we had him on for Night of the Creeps, right? That was That's right. last Night year. That was like a, almost exactly a year ago, which yeah, is crazy. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Crazy. But I just always think it's so interesting that Canadians are known for being, you know, like a little more um, thoughtful than yeah. most um, Americans. Yeah. And a little more, you know, anti-violent and stuff. Yeah. And yet they were like the people bringing out the slashers in the 80s. It's like they true. They made the best ones. It's true. Like interesting. Which just goes to show you that horror films 
are not made by crazy psycho people. They're made by people who have something to express, and it just happens to be violent occasionally. It doesn't mean they're pro-violence. Yeah. It's just it's just a tool to use to tell a story. It's true. Yeah. Canada is I think a more diverse group of people too than the United mm-hmm. States is. I mean, we're yeah. I mean, we're pretty much now just split up into red states and blue states, but over there it's like they yeah. have all these, you know, different communities and indigenous people and uh, you know, all the different um what are they call territories and everything there. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's interesting to see different films made in different territories and everything and uh how that all has it's it's a very different environment than the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, I know because I've been there twice, so I'm an expert in all things. Can <laughs> there? I've never been. I've never been. Uh, was the gate the gate shot? I, the gate is Canadian. Canadian? Yeah, okay. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, because I remember one of the actresses ha- like was like, "I'm so sorry about that," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, yep, yeah, Canadian." That's that's always how you can tell. Yeah, the the sorry yeah. and yeah, um, it's so charming. They it is most charming act accents really they do yeah they're just they're very caring people it. you know it's uh, yeah i love canadians yeah uh uh what was the one i was thinking of um pie whacket that's a good one have you seen that pie one whacket. Pie, not, no. not, not pie whacket not not pie well i was thinking pie whacket but i was actually more thinking of pontypool but pontypool okay yeah. was that the one about the radio station yes it's got okay yes really yes, great like kind of isolation vibes and uh yes kind of autopsy of jane doe-esque where they're just like stuck inside this place and fucked up things start to happen to him and uh, that's a good description right but oh yeah 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 uh but there's another one a while ago called pie whacket that's pretty good too it's a good kind of folk horry again folk horry folk horry <laughs> i swear i'm just like creating these words i think cube is canadian oh fucking cube yeah, yeah. cube was the shit back in the day i've only yeah. seen it once but i think it was kind of awesome it holds up i rewatched <laughs> it about a year ago and i was like it's good it's Got a lot of great, like, uh, Agatha Christie vibes being stuck in this place and being, like, picked off one by one and uh, uh, all the angst and pointing fingers at one another. And, yeah, happy birthday to me. I don't think we mentioned that one, but, of course. Oh, happy birthday, motherfucker. That's such a good one. Yeah. 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 Shit. Kathy's Curse. I think that's Canadian. Such a weird movie. It's something. It's it's something. (laughs) I don't think it really – I don't think it was made on this planet, actually. (laughs) An alternate dimension, Canada, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) god that movie it's very strange we have to find an excuse to talk about that at some point yeah i think that's a pretty good list there yeah let us know some of your favorite ones any ones Mm -hmm. you think we may have left off because our brains are mush so you know yeah we'd love to hear mushy episode okay Mm -hmm. mushy 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 uh, too much dog carnage i i feel i feel for these dogs yeah i i had forgotten about that there's a lot of dog dead dogs in this movie it's like It's sad, but it's also like so over the top and that it's hard to take serious. Yeah, it's the, it's like, the first kill, especially. <laughs> I think because it's so heightened, it's not as um, disturbing yeah. as it would be. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because the reactions are just so over the top, too. It's Yeah. And like, you know, it's it's I'm usually like one of the first people to like for freak out when there's like dog yeah. trauma mm-hmm. in a movie. But for some reason, like this doesn't it doesn't get under my skin as much for some no, reason. No, me neither. It's worse than something like fear, like where oh that, yeah, when they stick his God. his head in in the dog. That the dog always door. disturbs me more than oh. anything else about that movie. For some reason, that is That's the thing like that disturbs me. Really, the me, only yeah. thing I remember about that, except for the roller coaster, roller coaster scene. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like those are the two scenes I remember. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, yeah. Speaking of fear, we're in the, like the late '90s, early 2000s here again. The millennium. Woo! Um, Yay! <clears> what a great theme for prom. I know. <laughs> how about under the sea <laughs> couples throughout history is what i think we should do we should let josie decide we're so we're still in the kind of 90s meta teen horror cycle this one kind of bucks that trend it's not quite as like quippy i mean yeah there's some humor mm-hmm. in it but it feels closer to like heather's and the late 80s yeah. vibe than like the scream era stuff to me anyway you know mm-hmm. directed by john fawcett who also directed the dark and he co-created orphan black which is a very good show actually the first couple seasons anyway uh Tatiana Maslany is just fucking amazing. She plays like 50 different people in it, and it's it's fantastic. Um, also directed episodes of Xena and Queer as Folk, although I don't I don't think he is actually queer. I, I tried to look it up, but uh, couldn't find too much. He was married, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but co-written by him and Karen Walton. So yay, women horror writers. Yay, and directors, and et cetera. Woo! Um, and she's also written for Queer as Folk and Orphan Black and Flashpoint and uh, a bunch of TV shows um this is her biggest claim to fame on the film side of things 
They encountered some trouble financing the film initially, and then they approached producer Steve Hoban, and he agreed to produce the film. And then they got some financing from Motion International, and everything seemed like it was good to go in 1998, but then there was all this other drama with some of the funding and the budgeting and everything, and then so the film ended up being pushed back, and uh, they lost one of their major funders, which was uh, Trimark dropped the film, and then Lionsgate picked it up, and... uh, that's why the whole theatrical release was so kind of botched, and it, it only really played in a couple places, and yeah. I don't remember. Like, I, this went straight to video here mm-hmm. in the States. Yeah. I think it went theatrical in Canada, but yeah. Yeah. it was like, I think it just switched hands a lot. And it seems then like it, yeah. On, like, DVD, I remember it came out from one company, then it would come out from another, and then mm-hmm. another, and it was like, who really owns the rights to this movie? Yeah. Uh, it just became a word of mouth kind of phenomenon though everybody mm-hmm. talked about it I, I remember it being on tv a lot uh on hbo really? and I, hbo and stuff anyway I, i'd see it on oh i didn't know that know, late at night casting took place in los angeles new york toronto montreal and vancouver all over the place perkins and isabel auditioned on the same day and uh, they were kind of reading to one another off camera when their taped auditions arrived they just thought they were perfect together and they cast them that not any big you know magical story there but coincidentally both actresses were born in the same hospital they attended the same preschool elementary and private schools and uh they they were part of the same agency so interesting we're filled with the with the fun facts here on this podcast right (laughs) critics have actually been very kind to this film over the years uh i forgot how kind like it has a 90 percent rotten tomato score with whoa 58 reviews which i think is like the highest rated movie we've done so far is that the highest yeah that's got like that's even higher than like the uh, others yeah I, yeah, that that had like an eighty something. Yeah. Oh my god. Kind of shocking. Wow. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, and it's. I, mean, I think it's well deserved. I, I think so. You know, it, it holds up. It's. They say it's like the the strong female cast and biting satire of teenage life makes Ginger Snaps far more memorable than your average werewolf movie or teen flick. Which I agree. Amen. It's definitely one of the best, if not the best, werewolf movie. You know, and a mm-hmm. lot of people have attempted this too. You know, of, of associating lycanthropy with you know uh, the whole teenage puberty and everything else but it, mm-hmm. i think it works the best here you know it's just uh, easily yeah yeah and maybe because it is revolving around women and menstruation and everything else and it's just it's so unique yeah. in that regard like usually it's about like guys like teen wolf you know in the 80s was very campy and tried to do kind of similar things about this guy and oh my guy's going through puberty but he's also a wolf and but this just <laughs> feels so much more realistic and grounded while also having this kind of can't be vibe to it. it it's a really interesting blend in that regard i mean yeah. cursed was a very grounded film <laughs> i don't know why you're just leaving that off the list but. i wish one of the werewolves had flipped someone off in this movie i would have just that would have made it so much better right i don't think it would have been out of character either no actually. I don't... <laughs> but both of the leads are just fantastic too in it it's, it's oh god it's... the chemistry is off the charts like you you really do believe that they are sisters yeah there's this great kind of like goth vibe throughout and mm-hmm. um these two have like kind of pre well i guess not pre-hot topic but like it, it i guess that's the thing it feels more realistic like it doesn't have that hot topic kind of fake vibe to it that some of the right. movies from this era did uh yeah. it, it feels like these are just two girls and they've decided they're gonna kill each other right they're gonna kill themselves before they turn 16 but we don't really know why i guess they just hate suburb suburban life so much and their mom drives them crazy and uh yeah it's very kind of um codependent relationship they have sort of relied on each other for so long to get by and it's it's just yeah it's really interesting uh just a quote that was kind of nice from a scholar bianca nielsen that i liked she said like by simultaneously depicting female bonds as important and fraught with difficulties Ginger Snaps portrays the double binds teenage girls face. The film is an embodiment of these impossible binaries. She is at once sexually attractive and monstrous, natural and supernatural, human and animal, feminine and transgressive, a sister and a rival. Uh, So yeah, it just, you know, touches on a lot of things that teenage girls face that you don't really see talked about much in films because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just not something that the dudes who run the studios think is all that interesting, you know, that needs to be focused on much. I know, it's fucking shameful is what it is yeah it's weird that this movie came out 20 years ago and it still it still feels more transgressive to me than even something like mm-hmm. that craft sequel you know yeah and this i think is much more successful in what it's because it does feel more grounded it's not it, it doesn't necessarily it's not hitting you over the head with any sort of message like you know <laughs> yeah i think it all just comes down to it's just a really 
great, well-structured, well-written script. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. That the script, the script and the performances, I think, are really what sell this movie. Like even the direction, I think, is kind of just fine. But the, I, the, I think the script is really solid, and all the little dialogue in this, and because uh, it kind of plays like a TV movie with the direction to me. Uh, at times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think clearly the direction for the actors is absolutely yes, excellent. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but like and the cinematography the, and stuff is kind of like the. Eh. The tone, I feel like they they do strike a really great tone, which yeah. I think with other directors, I don't know if it would have worked. So you have to give him props for that. I mean, it's just it's not the most stylish movie, and I think maybe that is why it kind of it kind of has that TV vibe. It's mm-hmm. kind of flat. It, it kind of looks like Cherry Falls a bit. How that yeah. film yeah. doesn't really look that great. Like yeah. it's not very flashy. And maybe it's because so many of the other teen horror films from that era were so, like, flashy yeah, and... Uh, very polished. Almost and... too slick at times, you know? It was yeah. just, like, very clean, and it was the Millennium Era kind of thing with that. This is a little grittier and uh, almost like an 80s vibe with just, mm-hmm. like, more gore than, obviously, you would see in a lot of the that's stuff true, from this era. Yeah. yeah, That's the kind of big stuff, uh, I guess. You want to talk through it? Yeah, sure. So there's a small town, and um, there have been a series of local dog slayings, and there is this beast running around eating all the neighborhood dogs. Oh my god, what do they call it? Like the the beast, like the of, beast of like uh, something Bailey Downs, Downs right? Bailey Downs, Bailey Downs. It sounds like a, a Sherlock Holmes title or something, you know? It's, it's or like it's a great. BBC show, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, like yeah. oh, the beast of Bailey Downs, right? right. And. And this beast is just going around, making all kinds of mischief, and it's entered the neighborhood of Bridget and Ginger, two mm-hmm. sisters who are kind of outcasts. You know, they're yes. kind of gothy, and their mom is kind of not. She's very much like the typical like Betty homemaker type. Their dad is like just completely like this non entity like he's just kind of like always like just kind of like rolling his eyes and shrugging a lot just like oh girls y'all are just weird he's checked out for yeah pretty much the whole movie you can tell that like they've pretty much been raised by their mom who is yeah yeah uh, maybe a little off a rocker she cares but you know Mm -hmm. you can tell that she's a little out there and i think that's probably why they are the way they are because they are rejecting yeah. the way that they were raised and you know exactly. it's that typical teenage girl thing of like teenage thing yeah i and I, there's always this complex relationship not always but often this relationship with, with teenage girls and their moms and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and, and i think that tends to get better as you get older at least i, I don't know but it seems to but it, it seems like it yeah like unless your mom is really just like some crazy like sociopath it, it tends to get better yeah <laughs> i think it's funny like as a, as a gay man i feel like i i I didn't really go through that. I mean, yeah, there were parents. I mean, there were times when, you know, I was at odds with my parents, but never like mm-hmm. I never like hated my mom or like my dad. You know, it, yeah. I don't know. It's even as a teenager, I, I guess. I don't know. But I guess I can remember like a few like little isolated moments where I was like, I hate you both. I hope right. you die yeah, and stuff, sure. you know, but everybody does that. The I angst think. thing. And, yeah. 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 And, and, and it's always over something kind of stupid. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. well, you can't go out to this party on Saturday. Right, and, right. and you're like, why do you hate me? I hate you. Yeah. It's like, then you grow up and you're like, that party was probably pretty stupid anyway. Yeah. Like, who cares yeah. that I didn't go? <laughs> you know? And it's it's, um, it's clear that there's kind of sending this call for help too like it that mm-hmm. uh, the mom just is so oblivious to like she's just like, yeah. like i mean they're talking about suicide all the time like they're taking all these pictures of like themselves yeah and she's just like oh isn't that cute honey like you know it's like this class pro- project where they just like film themselves mm-hmm. in various like suicidal poses like drenched in fake blood and yeah very, stuff like that very and, ansel adams right you know just yeah <laughs> america americana really it's <laughs> and like really the mom is just like okay well just don't do it in the house, in the house last right. time like you had to get the blood out and it was a, yeah. big, a big mess and that yeah. kind of reminds me of my my mom actually uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like she just doesn't ever listen to them you know what right what they, they, when they have to say something she's just like kind of off in her own little world like mm-hmm. living her perfect world and when something doesn't yeah. quite fit into that she's just kind of com- compartmentalizes that and is like okay just go yeah. go do it just not in the house like she you said just yeah kind of assumes everything's going to work out for the best yeah you know and it's just typical teen angst and they're going to grow out of it and yeah. all this stuff but see neither of them have had their period yet mm-hmm. and they're and they're I'm trying to think. Is one of them older than the other, or they are are they like twins? I think one of them I is older. Figure out. Okay, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think maybe Ginger's the older one. She maybe. seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember because she matures and becomes a woman earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're having some problems at school, mainly because of their, like, creepy slideshows and stuff. Everyone thinks they're kind of, like, spooky and weird, but they just, like, kind of talk to each other during, like, gym class and stuff. And and they kind of piss off this one kind of, like, rich, snooty girl named Trina. Trina Trina Sinclair. Oh, what a a name. Snooty name. (laughs) And they're like, you know what we should do? We should, like, kidnap her dog and make it seem like... It was attacked by the beast of Bailey Downs, mm-hmm. and this plan does not go really that well because they're they're walking through the park one night, and they see this other dead dog, and they're like, "Oh shit, the beast has st- struck again," and then all of a sudden Ginger's like, "Oh shit," and she looks down and she's just gotten her period, and she's like, "Oh shit, oh shit, this is bad, this is bad." Yeah, but they don't have much time to really be concerned about that because then this beast like attacks ginger and like like pushes her into the woods and there's this big like fight and scuffle it's pretty intense you don't really see much because the camera is just like jerking and twisting and everything but i mean it makes sense because you don't want to you don't want to see anything too fast because then it kind of ruins the the mystery of it and everything so it Mm -hmm. it works really well and then like the and then here's this you know other classmate of theirs just driving down the road and just Just driving he's like a stoner yeah yeah yeah. he's this like stoner guy and he hits the were the werewolf it explodes everywhere yeah and um chris lemke also right? his name from yes. uh, final destination three, final destination 3 yeah. so is uh the other guy in this too uh jeremy moss uh, yeah. from final destination the, 3 the, yeah. the one who dies like in the o- opening right he's like the boy uh, whatever. uh the, the, the 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 dick guy in this the yeah, jeremy moss yeah, but he, i but, right but the opening but in guy final yeah. De- destination 3 he actually dies right? yeah oh yeah, the, yes, 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 thing, yes 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 and during the scuffle um bridget has actually taken a polaroid picture of the creature as she's trying to hit them with her camera <laughs> and um and then they go home and Ginger's like freaking out and slowly she starts kind of changing her her scars start to grow like hair in them and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like she gets very surly and kind of angry and of course her her mom is just like oh this is the big day she's finally gotten her period <sighs> And she's like so excited about it, right. and she like, she makes that fucking cake. <laughs> it's like it's your favorite. You you're a woman now. And this and is, the dad's just like, oh, for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, they're all mortified by this. It's, <laughs> it, and again, the mom is so oblivious. She thinks that she's just helping, and you know, uh, yeah. helping her daughter go become a woman. And this is the one thing that they were trying to avoid by deciding they were gonna commit suicide before they turned sixteen exactly. or whatever. And they, uh, uh, God, what's the line? Suicide is like the ultimate. Fuck you. It, it they're uh, that kind of the, those lines remind me of Heather's a lot, and especially just yeah, with the whole yeah, team no, suicide definitely. vibes. Like, they, there's clearly influence from that in here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, um, and, and so then Ginger keeps changing, and uh, and Bridget's getting really nervous because yeah. she's like, I don't know if this is just her period or if there's something more here because, like, she's letting out a lot of blood. And there's all the hair that's grow, growing out of strange places, and <laughs> and so she she talks to the stoner guy that was there that night, and um, Sam kind of yeah, right? uh, yeah Sam that's right yeah. yeah, and so together like they kind of figure out that maybe Ginger's like a werewolf. <laughs> Yeah, that's like his and first stuff. his first assumption is oh lycanthropy. Yeah. I'm like okay, dude. <laughs> it's like he just jumps right in. Yeah. And she's like what? And so they kind of have to like figure out if this is the case or not. And then all of a sudden Ginger kind of lightens up a little bit and she starts wearing a, some more revealing clothing. She has a nice like classic teen movie slow motion slow walk down walk. the hall, yeah, yeah. which I love. Again, very the craft and <laughs> Mean Girls and everything else, yeah. Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one of those moments, you're not really a teen movie. Mm-hmm. And she gets and, that nice uh, kind of rogue streak in her hair that yeah. is nice, yeah. And so she's attracting all the boys now, including, um, what's his name? The kind of goofball. Jason, I believe. Jason, it's yeah. It's a very typical dick name, yeah. Exactly. Jason. Sorry for any and Jasons listening. Sorry. I think we have some, There too. are some I'm great so Jasons. Sorry. So, There's yeah. some wonderful Jasons out there. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag not all Jasons. Not all Jasons. <laughs> um, and she seduces him, and they go into his, his car. And in the meantime, she's been sprouting a tail. Uh, she's just like growing this tail in her back mm-hmm. um, and Bridget finds that out too and she's like oh shit there's something really really wrong wrong here but yeah so she's 
having sex with Jason, and she gets a little crazy. She starts like biting him and stuff. I kind of love the scene and because it's it's like what we I talked about it. where like it's a typical young guy thinking he wants a woman who's like adventurous and dangerous, yeah. but then when he actually gets her, he can't handle it, and he's like, "What yeah. the fuck?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh yeah, you want it rough? Yeah, yeah. motherfucker, what?" <laughs> and then like just takes this chunk out of him, which of course ends up infecting him mm-hmm. with the werewolf curse as well mm-hmm. because as we learned from curse there's no s- such thing as safe sex with a werewolf <laughs> one of the many nuggets of wisdom you can impart it is this movie yeah it does it plays with both puberty and std metaphors mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting in that regard. So. it uses sort of the lycanthropy werewolf stuff for both of those things which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah because oh, yeah. the, but I mean, both of those can, can affect you as a teenager and any time in life, obviously, for SEDs. But it's just, yeah, it, yeah. it's firing on a lot of cylinders here. I like that. Definitely. And so, like, Sam gets infected and he starts, like, going to Bridget and he's all like, yeah. your sister did, did, did this and stuff. And, and, and he's not looking good. Like, he's getting, like, these, like, weird, like, it's like this sort of, like, acne on yeah. his face and stuff. Like, yeah. he does not look good. He looks kind of like a junkie. Like, he's trying to get, like, some kind of a fix. Yeah. Ginger's and, not um, looking too good either occasionally. She's, like, really, yeah. puking in toilets. and yeah. It's not pretty. Yeah. Not pretty at all. Yeah. And uh, and so they discover, uh, Sam and Bri- Bridget, that there's this flower that they can use the extract from mm-hmm. to create this potion to make a werewolf vaccine. Yes, okay? monkswood is what they call it. Monkswood. And it turns out that Bridget and Ginger's mom get this all it gets this all the time at the craft store. And so they just use this to make this vaccine, and she's not really quite sure if it's going to work or not. So mm-hmm. she tries to test it on Jason first. Yeah. And... It seems like it works. And she's like, this is great. Now we can give this to Ginger and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. The problem is Ginger's kind of into her newfound like sexuality. She likes that she's a- attracting all the boys. She likes the power. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really want to turn back. She kind of likes this a bit now. Right. They imply later on that the only reason she sort of agreed to potentially kill herself was that she was pretty much just bored with life and she was going yeah. on with her sister because that's the only mm-hmm. person she'd ever had but now that yeah. actually people are actually noticing her she's yeah she's really into it and yeah she's like yeah. this life thing not so bad not so bad and oh uh, she gets like a it, belly it, button ring at some point because they, they oh put yeah the, the silver in because they think it's going to help silver. prevent uh, her changing it does nothing and basically. it doesn't <laughs> it does absolutely nothing she's just like wicked yeah. it this movie does kind of break a lot of the not all, I guess not all the rules because the, the cure does work, the, the monks would cure right. thing. But like the silver doesn't really seem to do shit. Like yeah, it's kind of just exactly. whatever. Yeah. And um and it's 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 kind of all building up to this party at um this greenhouse, this like Halloween party. Right, but uh, the I think the what what happens with the, the bitch lacrosse player first, the, the field oh, hockey stand because God, she comes yeah. over she comes over to their Trina. house and mm, making a whole this thing is when of it. Gets it. Bad. And they do give her a little character beat where like she maybe had been raped or molested by Jason, right? And she was like, No, you can't right. let him get away with this again. So they try to give her yeah. some, you know, a little bit of development there, but it's so late in the game that it's like, I have to care yeah. about this character now. It's like like I still don't like you, Trina. Yeah, I'm I still sorry. don't like you. I'm sorry. Like I, I feel for what you went through, but yeah, it, otherwise yeah. Yeah, so they go into the kitchen and there's a little drama fight. breaks out. Yeah, and she slips and hits her head on the side of the counter and kills her. Yes, and they have to stick her in the freezer. And like their parents come home, and so they just like lie in the blood, pr- pretending that they're just doing like another school project. And their mom's just like, "Well, just make sure you clean up the blood. <laughs> you want some corn syrup, Daddy? <laughs> like, it's, it's good. See, it's, it's good. It's good." good and um at this point i'm pretty sure ginger has the fangs right like she has the fangs coming out of her mouth i and, think like, so no no one's like hmm, she's, she's got the are, fangs are and the, those new the, what are those? yeah she's got the fangs <laughs> and the tail and uh yeah. she, sh- she has to shave a lot to you know keep the yeah. hair from coming in over her body <laughs> scene where she's trying to shave in the bathtub yeah and her mom come tries to come in and she's like sweetie what's wrong and she's like i'm just i'm just I, i'm just fat okay yeah. and she, and she's like don't look at those ma- magazines all those girls are on speed to look like that yeah it strikes such an interesting tonal balance yeah it, yeah. it usually does work but it's just something you don't see very often it, it's like I, I, I usually it leans more into horror but then occasionally yeah. has these moments that are really kind of campy and silly and it's, it's interesting, it's interesting. I, I would say this movie actually feels the most like scream in that sense mm. 
because yeah. Scream was able to be funny and still be scary when it needed to be and, and have that intensity. And uh, Ginger Snaps is never really scary, but it does go to some really dark places and it pulls it off while still being funny. And a lot of films can't do that. Yeah, it's not as like wink wink as Scream, right. but it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it goes to some yeah. darker places as well, but I, I, I see what right. you mean in terms of like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, they don't have scenes where where they're like, hey, remember that part in The Wolfman with yeah. Lon Chaney where they did this and that? Like, right, let's try that. Like, right. they, they don't do that. Yeah. But... Like, the closest the, thing I can think of... The humor does work. Yeah. He- like, Heathers is still the closest thing I can think of in terms of just, right. like, the balance of... Like, it does go in, to more horror places than Heathers mm-hmm. does, but it's still, like, this sort of deadpan humor that right. kind, of, kind of under the radar, except for... And even in Heather's, it's like the adults are so over the top and clueless. And I think <laughs> yeah. it's very similar here as well, too. Yeah. yeah, actually, the mom in this does kind of remind me of the mom in Heather's. A bit. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. just like, oh, that's great, honey. Would you like some pate? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like she's not really. But then there is a switch towards the end because Ginger gets this kind of bloodlust. And then she just starts, like, killing everybody. Like, yeah. she kills the janitor at the school. Mm-hmm. And Bridget's trying to stop her. And at this point, their mom has discovered these two severed fingers that are in the yard. And the dad's like, what are these? Ooh. And she's like, oh, it's probably just, you know, something from one of their projects. Mm -hmm. And then she puts them in like a Tupperware container. (laughs) I love her little Tupperware (laughs) container (laughs) with the severed fingers. (laughs) And and she's kind of like, I don't know. These do look kind of real. And she starts to think like maybe there's something up here because Trina has gone missing. Yeah. And they've buried her like in like a doghouse, right? It's like a doghouse. Yes, something. I believe so. Yeah, and she digs it up, and she discovers that oh my god, there's Trina's corpse. What have my kids done? Yeah, and so she tries to head to the party to help her her kids, and mm-hmm. she it, her ending in this is so interesting. It's like it's kind of tragic. It's like she's just she doesn't know what to do. She feels like she's just failed as a mom. And she's like, I'm just going to take you two girls and we're just going to drive like without your dad. We're yeah. just going to drive and find some somewhere to live and we're going to get away from this. And it's just she seems like she's really stuck and trapped, too. And she does doesn't know what to do. She doesn't really know. Yeah, she she doesn't know how to cope. And they, they kind of just yeah. leave her character to the wayside in the final act. And like, we don't really yeah. know. You know, I guess she's still just I looking around. Think... And yeah. There was a deleted scene where yeah. you find out what happened to her. I can't mm. remember what it is. I think she's arrested by the I think she might actually confess to ki- killing Trina, maybe. Mm. To save the daughters. To I sort think. of let the kids go. Yeah. yeah. I mm. think that's what happens. Yeah. Interesting. And I'm like, I wish they had kept that in just to, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, there's this big party. And then. Jason has, of course, been going through a lot of shit. He. Yeah. God, that, that scene is. Oh, maybe it's just because we're guys but like him him like kissing, oh, pissing blood is still one of the most of uncomfortable oh. scenes i have ever seen it's just so this geyser oh. of blood on the urinal oh. and just the way he reacts is like oh. yeah it's like oh what the fuck like it's uh... that's like a very like std yes exactly various because when you're a kid you're always told like well if if you get this you're gonna get these symptoms it's gonna burn when yep. you pee and like that's kind of what I always expected. Like if I was to get one of these, that's what would happen. Like yeah. I would pee blood and oh. it would burn because it's blood. And yeah. <laughs> that's oh, what oh it's just the thought of it. Oh, like, it's so oh. gross. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's gotta hurt. He it can't feel good. Has become a werewolf essentially, or mm-hmm. at least is in the process of becoming yeah. one. And uh, he's turning. He attacks um, Bridget, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's a little bit of a scuffle there, and he ends up getting a syringe in the neck, uh, which apparently cures him yeah uh, it seems to he he's, just, he's, he's just like oh okay i like how his voice just like, like goes up an octave like oh i'm okay now yeah. <laughs> bye and he just like runs across the field like he's like i'm guessing good i kind of wish he had died to be honest like i i, yeah. I don't know because <laughs> did he really need to live i don't know i guess it's just to give that little drop of hope that if they get this to ginger she's gonna be okay sure sure sure, sure. but this character but that's the problem is not trying to get the vaccine to ginger because she doesn't want it she wants yeah. to tear everybody up i don't know that really it really counts as a vaccine because it's not preventing anything but it, it does well cure no, her right it's, it's yeah. curing yes, yeah. yes yes it's the cure yes the cure the cure for the common lycanthrope yes exactly and uh and so there's like this big finale where like 
Bridget and Sam are trying to find Ginger, and she's, like, transformed completely now. Like, she's in, like, full beast mode. Yeah. And they go to their house, and it's, like, there's all these, like, like, she's, like, in between the walls and stuff. Like, it's this crazy scene. And she rips Sam out from the closet that they're hiding hiding in and, like, attacks him. I don't love and this last act. Just for some reason, it just doesn't really work super well for me. And I think it, it, it the werewolf is weird. I mean, you don't see it very often, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I guess I just expect something a little more either like personal or over the top. I, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't like completely not work for me, but it's just I don't I don't even know how to describe it. But it it worked for me the first time I saw it. I think it works less the more times I see it. I do yeah. think the last act is the least successful part of the movie. Yeah. But it's kind of like, how do you end a movie like this? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know if there would be a satisfying conclusion for everyone. I don't um, know either. It's, it's, it's really hard to think. Like, how even would this, I end this, it? Even this know? Sam character, like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, he's such a good guy. And now watching him, like, not really. He's just like a typical really. yeah. teenage guy. He's uh, Yeah, he's not horrible, but he's not like cool no and I mean, yeah. he kind of like you never know what his intentions are like yeah like ginger seems to know that he wants to get with bridget but then when that's brought up he's like oh actually i'm not into you at all and i'm like yeah. but ginger can smell like hormones and stuff so i would assume that he actually mm-hmm. was into her and he's just being Maybe. weird about it but but yeah, i guess i'm just not that heartbroken when he dies either you know it's like oh, no no yeah i'm like well okay well yeah. <laughs> and as think, long as she still has that little sir syringe everything's yeah, okay yeah. and i think that's why the script is really effective in that regard that it does keep it a the focus on the women even even though yeah. he, he has been helpful in to some regard like he's never he doesn't he's not he's not a knight in shining armor character you know he's, he doesn't rush in to try to to save them from anything which i think is a good choice because this film is about the relationship between the two girls and to a lesser degree between their mother and them too. So it's, yeah, yeah that, I like that. Um, but yeah, what happens in the finale? It's like she at one yeah, point has the, the cure exactly. in one hand and the knife in the other. And yeah. somehow Ginger ends up getting impaled on the knife rather than yeah. the cure. And it's, again, it's just kind of hard to follow because the, 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 the wolf is not that great looking and it, they, 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 I don't think they want to focus on it too much as a result, but, um, I mean, I try, I appreciate what they try to do with the practical effects and everything, but it's like, it's hard to, yeah, at least to it's make practical. It. Yeah. It's God. practical. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the problem with, uh, cursed, right? Like I, I like cursed, but like, oh, it's yeah. so, yeah. oh my God, oh, those, dear those effects. Lord. Um, oh my God. There is some artwork out CGI. Yeah. There is some artwork out there of like what it's supposed to look like. It looks pretty cool, but yeah. Ginger dies in the arms of. Bridget. In the arms of a Bridget. Bridget. <laughs> Fly away with me. I don't know. I don't know the yeah. words. Um, and, Would uh, you like to save a werewolf in need? Call. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it just ends. It just fades to black with Ginger dying in Bridget's arms. It's really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Sad ending. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen to Bridget, although there is a sequel. Yeah. I don't really remember anything about the sequel. <laughs> I don't either. I know I saw it. I didn't see yeah. three. I did see two, and I was like, yeah. I don't remember much. Like, I think Ginger comes back as, like, a hallucination who's, like, mm. she's, like, talking to her. Yeah. Because she's she's in, like, a mental hospital, right? That sounds right. Something I was going like to rewatch that. it, and then I just didn't have time this week, but. Uh, yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, we'll see. Because some people really, really seem to like them, and yeah. I just thought it wasn't as good as the first one. And I was like, yeah. I don't need to see part three now. Yeah, they're, they're out on Blu-ray now. There's like some special edition Blu-ray oh. things out there, but uh, I forgot who what company put them out. But yeah, I think it might have just been a Canadian thing. Because uh, I do remember when this came out, the Canadian DVD was actually in widescreen. It had all these like sp- special features and stuff, yeah. and the American one had like nothing and i think it was in full screen <laughs> yeah i haven't pulled out the screen factory one in a while i can't remember oh it's great what's all on there in terms of yeah the, yeah i, I mean I, I guess i did i just pulled it out but i didn't look at like the you know special features while i was right watching so there's i was in a rush okay <laughs> don't, don't judge him do not it's judge been him. a rough week i've been peeing blood and no no thank god i've never been <laughs> not since last week not that since was, last week yeah that was my week last uh, week it's pretty yeah, rough yeah good movie great little movie it's i really a, enjoy this one a lot yeah but yeah this is this was a fun one to revisit it had been a while mm-hmm. yeah, uh okay but yeah do we have some overlooked gems oh yeah i started making a list okay and i haven't i haven't checked it twice yet yes. but let's see um so this week i would like to recommend miss 45 okay yes it is a revenge film uh about a young seamstress who is mute 
and she is attacked not once, but multiple times within a short period of time by these horrible, horrible men, and she has had enough, and she kills them, and then goes crazy and decides to just start randomly killing every man in New York City, and it is a delight. You know, it's been on my list forever. Um, it's because they, they talked about it in uh, Terror in the Isles, right? Yes, that that's when I there. first dis- discovered it, I yeah. believe. So it's, it's like ever since I've seen that, it's been on my list, but I just, I never get around to it. So maybe it's you, maybe really I'll get around good. to it. It's, uh, it's pretty short too. Like it's like maybe like 80 minutes or something. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's gritty and grimy, like early 80s New York, you yeah. know, just trashy, sleazy. It's not usually my favorite kind of genre or subgenre, but mm-hmm. this one does it really well. Uh, take it back a little bit. I'm going to do uh, Black Sunday. Mr. Baba's oh. Black Sunday, yes. It's a vengeful witch and her fiendish servant return from the grave and begin a bloody campaign to possess the body of the witch's beautiful look-alike descendant. Only the girl's brother and a handsome doctor stand in her way. It's just a great little Italian gothic horror flick. It's like a it, mm-hmm. combination of hammer stuff with like universal monster movie vibes like like if y'all if you've ever wondered why like they never made like a witch universal monster movie go watch this because it definitely has that vibe yeah um while going to some kind of darker places a little bit with just some of the uh uh just graphic violence and eroticism and everything else um very uh in the script's not bad either which uh again i'm not a big italian horror person because of that (laughs) and uh it's it's not a, a terrible script um I think Bava's. I think most of Bava's films don't have terrible scripts. I think that tends to be why I like his most. Bava some of tends them. to be a little above the average in terms of Italian horror scripts. Yeah. Like well, he, he was actually tries. Yeah, he, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and he was doing so much first too. Like, and I think he yeah. was still very influenced by, like, a lot of his early stuff feels more gothic and um, definitely kind of in that vibe than the later mm-hmm. um, Italian horror stuff. Uh, the more kind of giallo kind of stuff although yeah. you, you still see a little bit of like the beginnings of that in his earlier films and stuff too which i think is yeah, is interesting see so, yeah. um, but i do believe he kind of created it with uh, yeah, um, blood, blood and black yes, lace yeah, and, and that's oh and, boy uh, such a beautiful movie uh, 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 and bay of blood too yeah bay of blood yes, yeah. yes but yeah those two i think were very formative definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen in a while uh, or at all uh, it's in black and white sorry <laughs> oh man i'm out i know, and I know. I know. It uh, definitely kicked off Barbara Steele's career, too, in many, many mm-hmm. regards. She became a scream kind of queen. scream queen after that. Yeah. Uh, so check those out. Uh, we bring you all the goods, right, as always. I hope so. I mean, if we're not, then you need to tell us if we're slacking. <laughs> why are you still listening to us? I don't know. Yeah, why are you still here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you goofballs. Right, right, right. Um, Yeah, like we said, we got just uh, three more left this month, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, there is one final Tuesday of the month. We'll see what we're going to do for that. We'll keep it a surprise for now. Um, but we do have three more films left in this series. So, yes. We do. We do. Three lovely films. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, I was going to go there. <laughs> there we go. Oh, see, it's like one mind. Look at yes, that. That's great. Yes, yes, I love yes, it. Yes. <laughs> All I want is a neck to bite. <laughs> Suck the blood off. Fucking night. <laughs> you come up with lyrics faster than I'm able to. Oh, yeah. I'm just a regular song. A regular old. <laughs> just call me Steve. Steven Sondheim. <laughs> I want to watch camp now. Oh, that's such a good movie. Here's to the ladies who lunch. It all oh comes God, back to Anna. Sondheim. Yeah. Yeah. But as always, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at HOHH Podcast. We are on also on Instagram at Homos and Haunted Hill. We are on Letterboxd. We are on, I don't know, where else? Everywhere. Patreon. Tinder. That's where we are. Tinder. <laughs> we cover them all. Swipe left if you're a weirdo. Or, right, if you're the right kind I, of weirdo. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're on pl- Plenty of Fish, FarmersOnly.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Scruff. Uh, Christian everywhere. Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're that, that new werewolf app, we're on there, too. <laughs> Lycanthropy for me. Yeah, that's that's a great app. Oh, Bears and werewolves. Great. That's yeah. We're... <laughs> uh, but yeah. Otherwise, we'll be back next week with our next exciting entry of whatever we're calling this month. <laughs> we'll yeah. have to decide. We don't know yet. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, stay 
stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> we are now an outsiders podcast. <laughs> so so let me tell you what. Speaking of like sexual awakenings, that movie as a teenager. Oh my god. That awakened some things in me. I remember watching it in like seventh grade english class and just being like what's happening i feel things (laughs) when rob lowe walks out of that shower oh my god and i was like oh what is that and then like many hot men in one film dylan yeah in the uh in the hospital where he's just like with like the tidy white Mm -hmm. whiteies and he's Mm -hmm. like we're gonna do it for johnny man yeah i'm like okay let's let's do it for johnny okay (laughs) and then some for johnny okay (laughs) my god yeah the whole cat it was like Rob Lowe, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, uh, C. Thomas Howell, Patrick Swayze, uh, Tom Cruise at the time, Emilio Estevez. It was just like, my God. It's like this would be like the best gangbang ever. I know. This is like gay porn. (laughs) My God. So while Ginger was awakened via this bite, we were via the outsider. Not a bad way to be awakened. Not a, ba- not a bad way. No. And then later, Jesse Bradford and plenty of oh, other things. Yeah. The moment he had that little fucking half smile and bring it on, I was like, I am wetteth. Nocturnal emissions galore. But yes. <laughs> Under full moons. And, well, I never yeah. had any of those. I feel like I was left out. I don't think I really did either. It, it, it seems like something that was talked about more than actually happened. Yeah. yeah. They always talked about it like, oh, this is what's going to happen when you yeah. turn this age, kids. And it never happened. Yeah. I was like, I'm, yeah. it's unfortunate. I was really expecting, like, <laughs> yeah. to be surprised in the morning. But I wasn't. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I'm going to go tend to my dogs, make sure they weren't eaten by a werewolf. And, uh, oh, that would be. Yeah. My dog. Be... It, my dog would probably scare them away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope everyone has a good nocturnal. It. <laughs> Omissions, 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 admissions, admission, (laughs) mission, a nocturnal mission. There you go. Nocturnal emission impossible. There we go. (laughs) What is the word? Nocturnal omission? It's emission, I believe. Emission, emission. I never use it, so I don't know. It's. Sometimes yeah. you forget words when you don't use That's them. That's the problem. Often. And then you try to use them and they end up being something else. And Yeah. Because yeah. mm. how many times do you have to use that word in a sentence, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, exactly. well, Franklin had a nocturnal em- emission last night. I mean, I've never had to say that. <laughs> it's like our Patreon episode when we were trying to think of uh, a contortionist. It took like. <laughs> oh, my God. That was shameful. <laughs> our Patreon listeners have heard of everyone else. So we were just sitting oh there for God. like five minutes. Like, what? what is this word? But it happened. Listen, this is what happens when you subscribe to our Patreon. You yeah. get all kinds of. Of wonderful moments where we don't know what we're talking stuff about. stuff that you didn't ask for because we don't really cut no. those episodes as much so it's we don't so it's if, just basically if, flowing if you like us just rambling like we are right now uh please yeah. consider joining us on patreon because you will hear a That's lot of it is. it's just rambling <laughs> yep but we thank you for listening we thank you and uh we will see you next week happy pride month babies and, and yeah uh we'll see ya all Goodbye, right everybody bye <laughs>